unpack those bags live around the globe. It's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Let's go, America. Welcome back for hour two of America's number one travel radio show. Today, Mary and I are in Portugal. It is just after 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturday, July 22nd. We have so much still to share with you over these next 60 minutes of the program. All part of our big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon this week. And we're off to Porto uh, to start the big Let's Go America Tour Porto Douro River Cruise with Alma Waterways as we visit other areas of this country and parts of Spain, too, are actually headed uh, this upcoming week. And next Saturday... Uh, our broadcast will be from Porto, another Curio property, the Boyer Garden Port Hotel Porto Gaia. Uh, so we hope you tune in for that as well. If, you just, if you're just tuning in now and you missed our, the first hour of the show, well, by 2 p.m. Eastern Time today, hour one and this hour, hour two, should be posted to our website, rmworldtravel.com. And be, follow, be sure to follow all of our Portugal travels as well. Uh, you can go see all the photos from this week in Lisbon and what's still good to come coming up in Porto. You can do that through our social media at rmworldtravel.com, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. For this F block, as we begin Hour 2, Hugo Diaz, the hotel manager here at the Emerald House Lisbon Curio, is joining us. And I can see he's right here, ready to go on mic three. Yes, he is. He's ready to go. So, listen, Welcome. we have enjoyed engaging with you and the team on this property, Hugo. So, even before we got here, actually, we were all engaging. Uh, thank you very much for the hospitality. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Thank you both for the opportunity of being here with you today. So, well, Willis, it's great being here. The team yeah, has been great. You. You've been great. Uh, by the way, the weather you dialed up, thank you so much for that. Uh, so, I want to start this direction with you. You know, this is a modern, elegant hotel, uh, you know, that you're responsible for. Opened in early 2022. Uh, we appreciate it. It's built around these restored buildings that were kind of, you know, right now we're nestled into this residential section of Lisbon. There are some embassies in the area around us here. Uh, we're surrounded by historic palaces. There are churches. The National Museum of Ancient Art actually is right across the street from us right now. We're going to be going there later this hour. Independent boutiques, you the river. Uh, so area arts and antiques, as well as items from the former residents that lived here in the buildings, they're still all around the property. Uh, we mentioned last hour you're a boutique property in the Curio family. So just 67 rooms. So, you know, there's not another property like this in the city, is there? You're right, Robert. No, we are a very unique property. Um, part of the hotel was uh, a full refurbishment of a housing building um, from the, the late 19th century. So we have recovered a lot of pieces that were part of it. 
pieces such as the marble steps uh, of uh, the old building, the centennial uh, tiles, and even some glass artwork. So we recovered everything. And yeah, now everywhere it's you go, part, you feel history in this building. Yeah, that's, that was the, our main purpose. So uh, our, our big challenge was to try to provide a very immersive experience as soon as a guest steps in our hotel. That was our main goal. Um, for us, what really makes us different from everything or any other hotel in the city, it's the level of engagement that we want to have with the guests. So, um, most of the time, um, we just uh, focus on our roots and our history, our background and <laughs> legacy. So we, we, we can show sh we can show to them what was this on the, the early 20th century. Well, you do feel that, as I said. Well, no as questions. soon as you, so you see it in the rooms with different collections, and the rooms That's are correct. very vintage feeling. Um, they're, they're all different. Some of them have terraces. They all have Lavazza coffee machines. Thank you very much. Um, so we're in Lisbon. We're not in London, but I'm sure you can hear the clanking of ceramics in China mm -hmm. as you're listening. So the love of tea, uh, I think, is a big differentiator in the, the, the teacups that are on display. Talk a little bit about the historic aspect and why tea is so There must here. be six or seven hundred of them yeah. or more. <laughs> Most, uh, yep, you're right. So um, part of being a Curio Hotel, it's a storytelling. And right since the, the pre-opening phase, we chose Caterina de Braganza, which was a princess that married Charles II of England. Mm -hmm. And she took the habit of having the tea to the English court. And then we start all this this idea about the tea with all of the numerous pieces of art that you see here related with tea came from uh, local antique stores and flea markets so actually that was used by well, families we were told your, your owner yeah. part of the uh, was it her mom or something she, yeah was, she's i love that by the way she goes out to help bring even more artifacts she's, to the property she's the one really the one person behind of this decoration well which makes it feel more like home which we love really yeah so you know when you think about right now um and by the way you, you know although a smaller property i do want to say this you know you do have a 24 7 gym right yeah uh you can arrange for massages if folks want that you've got the mediterranean themed restaurant you've got the terrific bar that's right here that we're overlooking uh you know meeting rooms and facilities so you can handle the business side but you know since you joined the property before it actually opened hugo mm -hmm. i, I want to know where you're drawing most of your guests from and what have you heard about the property because you are a new build if, you know, an older building, but a new build. What, what are people saying that you're, you're hearing? Well, um, our main market, it's the American market. So it's, it's the first one here in the hotel. Being part of the Curie collection by Hilton um, makes us to be in a, in a very privileged uh, spot to the American market. So most of our clients uh, come from there, and the hotel became a big hit. Mm. The truth is that... Right after we opened doors, the hotel became a big hit, and it's quite—it's—it's it's not challenging. It's—it's it's, uh, very rewardful to to engage with this with this kind of clients because they, they as soon as they get in the hotel, they can really um, feel that it's related with family, it's related with home. I, I get a lot of feedbacks from clients that say, okay, I. I remember to see this many years ago in my grandparents' house. So <laughs> this turns quite easily and 
to engage. And it's we, not we just create you would a connection at a new hotel. That's right, true. So that that's that sets true. it up. Listen, the team that you have here as well, they are all week long, Mary. They've been very hot. Fantastic. Before we run out of time, I want to ask you a personal question. You live right. here with your wife and daughter. Not too personal. Don't worry. We're very short on time here. But what would you say to listeners about Lisbon? Why should they come to Lisbon? Well, um, the thing that I, I think that makes everything um, different here is that people are willing to connect. It's easy to come from abroad and connect with someone. It's easy to say, hello, how are you? How was your yeah. day? Oh, well, English, we've English seen is that actually, even though we're here, yeah. we're having some trouble with the Portuguese. Yeah. Everybody else's English is a lot but better everyone than is Portuguese. Smiling. But Hugo, <laughs> again, thank you so much. Thank you for the t all the hospitality this week. Folks, as we step aside for some important sponsor messages, the CEO of Red Carpet Luxury Lifestyle is going to join us here on set. Don't go anywhere. Our big Let's Go America Tour in Lisbon continues in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them, right to the heart of where grand cities were born. Immerse yourself in the culture and cuisine of these cities and explore river cruising with AMA Waterways. On cruises to Europe or the Nile River, you can choose a complimentary land package pre- or post-cruise. Each land package includes stays at world-class hotels, guided excursions, daily breakfasts, cruise managers throughout your journey, and more. Just contact your preferred travel advisor or visit AmaWaterways.com, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Looking for Peace of mind when it comes to your car's performance. We'll look no further than our friends at CarShield. With plans for every budget, CarShield offers protection plans that cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Plus, they offer plans that come with roadside assistance 24-7, courtesy towing and rental car options. Call CarShield today at 800-451-7776 to save 20%. That's 800-451-7776 or visit carshield.com slash carry to save 20% today or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Let's go, America. We welcome all of you back to Portugal. Today's big Let's Go America tour in Lisbon. Mary and I are coming to you from the Emerald House Lisbon Curio. 
Before we talk Portugal and luxury travel with the CEO of Red Carpet Luxury Lifestyle, a quick message from Travel Pro. Robert and I travel with their Platinum Elite and Round Trip Collections. Rudy likes the Max Light Series. And hey, the facts are one of the most important items to help you have a successful trip is quality luggage. Yes, it is. I saw somebody uh, in the airport the other day lugging their uh, luggage because the wheels fell off. Not the case with Travel Pro. (laughs) Folks, you know, uh, we've been on the go with Travel Pro for over 20 years or more. It's here with us on set uh, for our Let's Go America tour uh, here in Lisbon. And what makes them different is they are, you know, the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers as they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. Visit TravelPro.com. You'll find all exclusive show savings or find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. All right. We spent a good portion of the first hour today highlighting Lisbon, and there's certainly more of that to come this hour as well. But for the G Block, we're going to cast a little bit of a wider net on Portugal. And joining us here on set is the CEO of Red Carpet Luxury Lifestyle, and that's Alan Rogers. Alan, welcome. welcome. We've enjoyed getting to know you this week. We enjoyed enjoyed our dinner that we had in uh, Keshkai's. Uh, that was also very nice. And um, listen, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. It's my pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for inviting me. Well, you are very welcome. Uh, we're looking forward to future conversations because I know we have a lot to talk about in more than these 10 minutes will allow. Absolutely. So, you know, you have been involved in travel and hospitality for 30 years or so. Uh, your company has been recognized as the best luxury lifestyle management company in the UK in 2021 and then here in Portugal in 2022. So clearly you're doing something right. Uh, you know, that makes you a good guess for this segment because Portugal's tourism has certainly grown significantly. But would you say that the luxury sector has maybe kept pace with that, you know, and developed as successfully? Well, do you know what? That's a really, really interesting question because firstly, I'd like to say not many people really fully understand the word luxury because it means so many different things to so many different people but to come back to your question is that no in terms of the the tourism in portugal portugal has always been known as a cheap destination this goes back from 30 years ago it started with the algarve you know with with cheap trips and, and they've kept it based on the volume so for example 2019 they had 27 million visitors and their goal is to increase that you know, especially after COVID. My point of view is this, you know, why would you want to increase it when you have such a volume of over-tourism, especially in Lisbon? I mean, 2019, you had nine visitors, nine tourists to every resident, which is a massive over-amount of tourism. So for me, you know, the strategy would be look at different markets, look at niche markets, but the luxury market is the one you need to focus on because the good thing about the luxury market is the average spend. Right. The average spend is that much higher than your average tourist. I mean, roughly, it's around about 80 euros a day in Lisbon in terms of the average tourist. Now, for example, we had clients here a couple of uh, a few months ago from the luxury market, and albeit you know it was a very high spend, but you know we were looking at 9,000 euros a day. And that's because... Well, think of the differences between that, right? It's unbelievable, but that's because everyone wins in terms of ecotourism. So in this case, from what I'm hearing you say, you can do more with less. Absolutely. And it's not just the hotels and the restaurants that benefit. It's the retailers, it's the jewelers, you know, it's everyone. So it's healthy for the ecosystem as well. Let's build a little bit on the economic aspects. So tourism officials around the world are working hard to engage travelers, particularly coming out of the pandemic. But this is an ongoing thing. It's not new. Um, There are some hard realities in hospitality with labor shortages around the world um, and I think securing funds for infrastructure is always a challenge and, and figuring out how to really enhance the visitor experience the mayor spoke about it new business attracts new business and he said he's working to do that here in Lisbon 
Um, it's particularly from a startup standpoint, you need all of that to, to keep a city flowing and to attract business to then it builds on tourism, don't you think? What are your thoughts on that? No, no, I, th I think there's several segments of the market countries need to focus on. It's not just one segment. And a lot of the countries, it's very easy just to focus on the leisure market because that's what they're known for. And, you know, it's supported by tour operators who give them lots and lots of business. But when you have that market and you can then build on other markets, luxury being one of them, there's, there's lots of other niche markets that you can talk about, which we haven't got time for today, that would actually assist in terms of the revenue, but also give you a much higher spend than your average leisure market. Oh, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And this is a question, by the way, folks, I just want to let you know that uh, Hugo Diaz was on with us last segment. He actually has stayed on right now with Alan. So, Alan, I'm going to ask you this question, and then, Hugo, I just want you to maybe comment on this at the end. But, you know, we, I want to talk about other areas of the country. You know, we're here in Portugal for 16 days, you know, this month. Uh, after today's show, we head up to Porto. All next week, it's the Let's Go America Tour, Let, Let's Go America Tour that we're going to do in Porto and then the Douro River Cruise. So a friend in Spain, uh, who you know well, Hugo, uh, he raves about the Algarve. All right, so Portugal's southernmost region for folks back in America, they may not know that. But, you know, I know, Alan, that you have a few uh, favorites. So besides Lisbon, let's say, you know, or, you know, what we'll cover next week in Porto, because we don't need to go there on the Douro River, what are some other areas of Portugal that you'd like to put on our listeners' radar? And, you know, Hugo, if you want to chime in on that as well at the end, you can as well, okay? All right. Well, it's not so much favourites, it's just looking at the diversity of a country and looking at what you can gain from that depending upon your likes. So there's lots of places that are outside of Lisbon uh, with different regions where you've got your country resorts, you've got your, your different types of experiences more than just a city experience. So, you know, I mean, for example, you've got all kinds of different tours that you can look at. You've got farm tours, you've got village tours, um, you've got beach tours, you know, there's, there's lots of routes that you can go on. I mean, there's even a, a, a mysterious spy route you can go on because it goes back to the Second World War, you know, when Portugal was neutral and um, the British spy or, or the, the, the joint British spy with, um, with Russia was a pop-off, you know, <laughs> and that's where... Uh, and that's where you know mm. Ian Fleming got his inspiration from. Right, know? absolutely. So you know, there, there's lots and lots of different things, and it depends on you as a person and as an individual. You know, if it's a family holiday with your kids, you've got to choose something else. If it's a couple's holiday, there is so much choice, there is so much diversity. Well, and you and know that living yeah, here. Yeah, and living here for five and a half years now, I've experienced most of it. So you've got to make a choice on, you know, you choose a country, what do you want out of that country, and what kind of experiences can you expect? So, Hugo, really quick, so you know we went to dinner the other night over in Cascais. I You worked there for a period. Yeah. Uh, is there a place in Portugal that you think that people really need to know about that they may not, other than Porto, where we're headed next? week yeah um, the north part of the the country norther than porto and minho Jerez, it's a wonderful region to discover even um, if you go more towards the the interior of the country you have serra da estrela where it snows and it's just two hours away from Lisbon. So, right. so you gave some other locations. It's, it snows just two hours away driving from Lisbon. <laughs> this week they could use some snow in parts of Europe. So, so 
Alan, be, uh, before we conclude today, I do want to have you, since you we, we enjoyed a wonderful meal with you the other evening. Portuguese cuisine is um, it's lots of seafood. It's also meat. Uh, it's different from Spanish, I think. Uh, it's certainly different from French. How would you describe the Portuguese scene, whether it's in Lisbon here, what you've seen, the food scene, or anywhere just within the country? Well, again, I think the scene is very, very varied. And, you know, you've got so much choice here. I mean, if you just take Cascais where I live, there is so much choice with regards to everything you've mentioned. It's, you know, it's seafood, it's pasta, it's, there's a whole range of uh, different cuisines. So the good thing is, is that you can choose. Right. And, you know, one good thing is you can have a different meal in a different country-type, you know, cuisine well, every, I was say, every you, other night. The, the places that we walked through the other night, oh, it was like the United Nations yeah. going Brazilian, on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. th there is so much choice. So, you know, you've really got to make a decision. And, and again, you know, if you're a Michelin star kind of person, there's Michelin star chefs. But, you know, the majority of people, especially with our clients who come here, they love the local cuisine. They, sure. want, to, they want to sample the local cuisine. Right. They want to sample the the atmosphere of the local typical Portuguese type restaurants. So a lot of it is just, you know, the atmosphere as well as the cuisine. All I right, think so it goes hand in hand. You yeah. started the conversation, we've got 60 seconds left on this, um, so really 15 second answer. You mentioned uh, as far as luxury it's defined by, it's different for every person. How do you define it really quick? Well, the funny thing is, you can't define luxury. That's where I wanted to That's go. That's exactly yeah. right. You can't define luxury because too many you, people think you can. You can't because if you change the context of the word, you change the meaning. Right. So, for example, if I said to you, "What's a luxury in China?" It's <laughs> freedom. It's freedom, <laughs> yeah. but it's also clean air. You know, what's a luxury in Africa? It's water. What's a luxury in Ukraine at the moment? You know, it's peace. So. You've got to define it before you can define it. Well, Alan, listen, we really enjoyed our time with you. Uh, you know, congratulations on the successes of Red Carpet Luxury Lifestyle. I uh, look forward to some future conversations with you. And Hugo, thanks for sticking around. Thank we you. appreciate that. That's my All pleasure. Right. Up Thank next, uh, we, so last hour we took in a food tour. Now we're going to take in a walking tour. We'll be right back, folks. The Let's Go America Tour Lisbon rolls on. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back. And you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under Sponsors, you'll find a direct link. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why we say you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. They can find the right people for your team faster and for free. Yes, you can post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash carry. Once again, that's linkedin.com slash carry to post your job for free. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions will apply. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. 
And let's go, America. Today we are in Portugal at the Emerald House Lisbon Curio, all part of this week's big Let's Go America Tour in Lisbon. And as Mary and I welcome you back, we are glad to be sharing some of it with all of you tuned in. We certainly are. And this week we toured the old town of Lisbon, known as Alfama, one of the oldest neighborhoods. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> I was feeling pretty old afterwards. <laughs> Lots of narrow, steep cobblestone streets, great views of the Tagus River, the famous St. George Castle. We encourage you to give it a full exploration when you come to Lisbon. Felipe Santos with Lisbon Walker showed us around, and here's that conversation. All right, so, Felipe, we just finished a thorough tour here of, the, of Lisbon's Old Town neighborhood. I want you to talk with us about why the Alfama area looks so different from other parts of Lisbon that we've been seeing. It's another world here in many ways. So give us a quick overview so that our show fans back in the USA listening, you know, they'll also understand. Oh, hello. So I do think that one of the main features of Alfama is that, well, it's this neighborhood that survived the earthquake. And in fact, when they understand Lisbon, Lisbon architecture, downtown, it's very important to keep us in mind that Lisbon suffered a huge earthquake back in the 18th century, in 1755, and that completely changed Lisbon geography, Lisbon architecture, and Alfama resisted the earthquake. So in fact, we can still find their buildings predating that period. So you can still find buildings with those features from the 16th, 17th, sometimes 18th century, the traditional architecture. And for example, regarding the rest of Lisbon, downtown, because downtown was rebuilt with public money, tax money, the buildings all look the same. They have like, it's like a noble construction in the neoclassic style. And Alfama, well, the population there, but with their own means, uh, rebuilt as they could. So in fact, houses are, each one is completely different. They are very small, very tiny, with, well, with those narrow streets, alleys. And in fact, that it's a completely different world that you don't see in the rest of Lisbon. No, and let's build on that because, you know, when I first thought we were going to be coming here with you today, I thought, well, we're going to take a walk back in time to a medieval city. But in many ways, it's not that modern. So I feel like not only are we stepping back in time, we're still kind of in, I mean, people, I was very surprised to see a public laundry where there are washboards, that women are still washing clothes with washboards, very local community. How would you describe the vibe in Alfama today with the local? Well, that's very interesting because you pointed the public laundries and don't forget about the public restrooms. Right, those two. <laughs> <laughs> those two that you still find in Alfama. In fact, um, Alfama, it's like traveling in time, not only because of buildings and architecture, but because also because of the population. Alfama used to be a very low-class neighborhood, so the population that used to live here was very conservative, very attached to their identity and roots, so they were able to preserve it. Um, being lower class, they didn't have modern equipments, so that's why the public laundries, the public restrooms, uh, and in fact, only now some of the houses that were redone have those elements. There are houses that still don't have it. But uh, what I do think it's more interesting in Alfama is that people still preserve a sense of community local identity. And I think we saw that a lot today, so for walking yes. around here. Uh, because Alfama nowadays, unfortunately, is getting older and older, and the population that stayed here have between them strong sense of bonds 
because we're talking a population that stayed here their entire life. They never moved. Well, I want to build on that a little with you because, you know, the, the area obviously was settled by the Romans, the Visigoths. The neighborhood was also an important Jewish quarter in the 15th century. The Moors have had a heavy influence here, hence the name, right? I mean, you yes. know, Alfama. So uh, that's certainly something important for folks. But what I also want to touch on, Fado music, right? Next week, Mary and I are going to have the show up in Porto. We're going to be featuring Fado music there. But Alfama also has some good spots to come enjoy Fado, right? Yes. So Alfama, some say it's the, one of the birthplaces for Fado, although we don't know for sure. But in fact, in Alfama, you'll find lots of Fado houses. For example, Casa do Fado. It's probably one of the most famous ones. Uh, but there are others, small, typical. Um, in Alfama, you'll find lots of restaurants. In fact, well, I have to say, I do think the best way to find a Fado house is walking through Alfama. And because streets are so small, you can listen to what's happening inside the restaurant so that you can choose the best place because there are several everywhere. Uh, real quickly, before we run out of time, what do you enjoy most about Alfama, sharing with visitors? What I love, like, really enjoyed about Alfama it's how it's uh, like a, a capsule in time. How Alfama still preserves some of the elements, like the population, the architecture, the sense of community, that you don't see anywhere else in a main city like Lisbon. No, and what stood out for me are all the women sitting with doors wide open and yes. people are just walking by and they're chatting. So, Felipe, thank you so much for our lovely tour of Alfama today. We appreciate it. Thank you. You know, folks, uh, Philippa and her colleagues, they're associated with Lisbon Walker. You can connect with them yourselves. You can find all the information on their website. It's just LisbonWalker.com. And, Mary, I'm thinking about our time there in Alfama. Those public restrooms, no thank you. Uh, you know, the public laundry that, that's going on, you know, no, still you. with the washboards. Yeah, but they don't. Uh, so these old, old homes, they don't have, many of them don't have bathrooms. They don't have washers and dryers. It's that, just, I would say, it is may a time be capsule. the biggest surprise I've had so far yeah. in coming to Lisbon, yeah. and, just uh, seeing the, what's going on. Like she said, you can just walk around, wander. You don't need to make reservations. You will find the music. You will find the cafes and the food. And I would think we probably climbed 500-some steps. At least. Uh, you know, that was, <laughs> that was a lot there. Steep ones. All right. But it was time well spent. They are the oldest walking tour our company in Lisbon, Lisbon Walker. And when the show continues, Bobby's going to reconnect us with Rudy as he talks with the oldest working bookstore in the world that we made a point to visit this week. (laughs) Stay with us, everyone, as our big Let's Go America tour at Lisbon is coming right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. 
Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra smooth, ultra powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under Sponsors, you'll find a direct link. To participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of the program is sponsored by Hilton Grand Vacations. You know, as part of the Hilton portfolio of brands, Hilton Grand Vacations is committed to providing premier experiences that surpass expectations. With more than 150 resorts and great destinations such as New York City, Las Vegas, Maui, Italy, and the UK, Japan, and more, Hilton Grand Vacations provides spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities, ranging from beautiful pools to state-of-the-art fitness centers. A key benefit is the ability to convert membership points into Hilton Honors Points, which can be used towards stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide, as well as for car rentals, air travel, and more. And their flexible points-based vacation ownership system enables members of all the enables all members the benefits of owning a vacation home without the responsibilities of traditional home ownership. So wherever your travels take you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because where you stay will feel more like home than a hotel room. Check out HiltonGrandVacations.com for more info. Link at RMWorldTravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, Portugal has long inspired writers from a wide variety of nationalities. J.K. Rowling, for example, wrote much of her first book of the, in the Harry Potter series. It was called The Philosopher's Stone, you may remember. She wrote most of it in a cafe in the Portuguese city of Porto and named one of her characters Salazar Slytherin after the former Portuguese dictator, Antoni Salazar. 
There's some magnificent libraries and bookstores in Portugal as well. And if you find yourself in Lisbon, you should not miss out on visiting what the Guinness Book of Records says is the oldest continuing operating book bookstore in the world called Bertrand Books. Ana Gomes is the regional manager of Lisbon's Bertrand Books, a seven-room bookstore in Chiado, Lisbon's shopping and theater hub. It was founded in 1732 by a Frenchman. It's been open for business ever since. Ana, thank you so much for joining us today. Your store is what in the U.S. we would call an independent bookstore. We used to have a lot of independent yes. bookstores, but large large companies and mostly Amazon now dominate the book business. Is that a situation familiar to you in Portugal? Yes, we have uh, we have a lot of uh, independent bookstores uh, in our country, but we also have um, some some um, competition with Amazon or, or other other forms of selling books. But in Portugal, there's a, a big uh, importance of the bookstores, uh, physical bookstores. Uh, for example, we have nowadays 58 bookstores, Bertrand bookstores in our country. It is important for for our clients to visit and to see uh, uh, books and to witness the paper. I, I think it's uh, we don't have. Uh, the same amount of, of clients who, who buy online and buy physically uh, as we witness uh, in Europe, or probably. Well, this bookstore is, is obviously unique. It's I, I understand you also have a cafe, by the way. We're calling it a bookstore, but it's really a place where you can sort of relax and shop at books in a leisurely way and have a cup of coffee, I understand. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, we started, uh, our bookstore started, in, like you said, in 1732. Uh, and then we started, which we have almost 300 years. And now for the last five years, we decided to open uh, a, co a coffee shop uh, inside our, our bookstore. Because we want them, our clients, to feel, um, to feel and taste what the book says, especially because our uh, coffee, it shows um, our food is made by recipes, made by books, and our wines are ah. collected by by books also. It's, it's nice to see and to witness what is written and what you can you can taste uh, on, the, on, a, on a bookstore. It's, um, it's a nice attempt we tried to make for five, six years ago. We opened it in 2013. I, I, I love that. And also, I noticed on your website, you sell, you sell books in English as well, don't you? Yes, yes. We, we're trying to, one of our main goals uh, as, as, as Bertrand is to um, show the importance of, of reading uh, in English, in Portuguese, Spanish, it doesn't matter. Uh, and trying to show our clients the, the importance of reading origin books from origin authors and give them the opportunity to 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 buy it uh, physically, not to to say, oh, I must I must go to Amazon, I must go to other places. No, you can go to Bertrand and buy uh, an original book, original writer, or on on the original languages. Well, I salute you. Congratulations. You can find more by going to uh, Bertrand B E R T R A N D Bertrand P T. That stands for. Uh, Obviously, Portugal, Bertrand.pd. Ana Gomes is the coordination manager at Bertrand Bookstore. Bertrand, I should say. Thank you so much for joining us, Ana. We'll be right back.
Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Let's go, America. We've had a really nice first week here in Portugal as we've experienced Lisbon. And before we head up north to Porto for the next big Let's Go America tour all next week, as Mary and I welcome you back to the Emerald House Lisbon Curio, we're going to take you across the street to the National Museum of Ancient Art, and we're sponsored by Colette. The best in guided travel since 1918. Choose from travel options across all seven continents, and Colette makes travel easy because all the details are taken care of no matter where you go with them. All tours include a tour manager, accommodations, transportation, and great meals, making family-owned Colette a company travelers can trust. You know, these expertly planned trips blend must-see sites with local experiences in locations around the world. Join us. Visit Colette.com for more information or rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. Lisbon's National Museum of Ancient Art is across the street from the Emerald House where we're broadcasting and not too far from the famous Time Out Market, which you can hit for a local snack after you visit the museum. The museum's filled with all kinds of national Portuguese treasures from the Middle Ages through the 19th century. On Tuesday, we visited and connected with their assistant to the painting collection. She's also an educator there. Here's that conversation with Marta Carvalho. So, Marta, listen, this is a museum where rich history surrounds you everywhere you look. Mary and I really enjoyed our visit here today. I want to start with Portugal's role in navigation because, you know, the Golden Age is on full display here, certainly. Exploring and expanding trade routes were hallmarks of the Portuguese prior to the earthquake of 1755. Talk with us about one of your most famous pieces here that we're standing in the front of right now as it's being restored, the St. Vincent Panels. So the St. Vincent panels are probably one of the most famous works here in our Portuguese uh, collection. And they are uh, indeed quite a remarkable uh, work of art because they are, we're talking about six different uh, panels that were assembled together. And they have this particularity is that uh, they are collective portrait of the society of Portugal in the 15th century. And so you have 60 figures and two representations of a saint, of course, but they are all very individualized and it's something that wasn't made in the Portuguese painting in the 15th century or around the world. So that's one of the reasons why they are so famous and so important. And something else here, Marta, that I think is quite notable is the collection of Asian art from the countries that traded with Portugal. And what I'm thinking of specifically that's just so impressive are the Japanese screens and the Mm. condition that they're in. They're in remarkable condition. Talk a little bit about those. Well, the Japanese folding screens, I would say they're, if we're talking about some highlights of our collection, they are most certainly uh, a big highlight of the the non-European collections. And they are very interesting because they show, they're almost like a chronicle, a visual chronicle, and they state the relationship between Japan and Portugal. And this was a commercial relationship. So what you see in beautiful folding screens that which are made of paper with golden leaf and then uh, colored in temper. And so what you have is a depiction of the Kurofune, the big Portuguese trade ship, and all these different characters and animals. So it's really something that tells this story of an encounter and it's something very unique because it's Japanese painters were doing this looking at Portuguese people for the Japanese elite. So it's quite remarkable. And then there wouldn't be a story of Portugal and history without the European portion of the collection here as well, which is quite significant. So please talk a little bit about the European collection. 
Well, the European collection is, uh, when we talk about painting, for instance, we have a lot of big uh, old masters, and so we have Uranimus Bosch, we have the only Piero della Francesca here uh, in Portugal, we have Dürer, of course, but I believe that one of the most remarkable things about the collection is the fact that some of these works of art have been in Portugal or have been for Portuguese commissions even in the 15th and the 16th century. So we're talking about the story of Portugal as well. Yeah, I, I love it. We have been surrounded by, I'm, we're walking around seeing art, sculpture, various pieces, 1400s, 1500s, 1600s. For us in America, sometimes that's a little difficult to comprehend. But, yeah. you know, this museum includes all kinds of art. And I, and I want our audience back in the U.S. to know that. I mean, we're talking about paintings and metalwork. You know, there are textiles that are here, sculptures, gold, furniture. So many different things. I guess, Marta, would you agree that, you know, the Portuguese art that you have here, it really does help further tell the story of the country to visitors? Exactly. I completely agree with that. And I think it can show us not only uh, the big uh, role and the big time uh, where we had important uh, artists here in Portugal, important Portuguese artists as well and so there's always a little bit of history of Portugal history in uh, what we have on the rooms and just uh, another thing that I think it's very unusual and that you don't usually find in the museums is that in this museum we have actually a small chapel from the 16th century and so you have an access to something like that as well so I think it's definitely worth a visit. Marta, thank you so much. Uh, what a great way to illustrate the history of this museum with us today. And our listeners, thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. You know, all museums have their specialties. The National Museum of Ancient Art here in Lisbon, well, it's no different. It's definitely worth a visit. I'm glad we were able to share some of it with you. Mary and I are also glad that we've been able to share some of Lisbon with you today. Come visit and experience this city that we know you're going to enjoy. As we approach the end of Hour 2 on this July 22nd, that's a wrap for the Lisbon edition of our Let's Go America Tour. Now we're headed up to Porto to begin the Ama Waterways River Cruise on the Douro and kick off Week 2 here in Portugal. Next week's show actually is going to be from Portugal. You can follow all of our travels on our social media channels. Until then, special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to everyone here on property at the Emerald House Lisbon Curio. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who helped make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Have a great week, everyone, and let's go, America. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.